Do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear, now it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry about that. But you're not going to do it anyway. So go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I am Sal. And I'm Joel. We're talking about the future nostalgia. That is to say, uh, okay, so we're seeing a lot, as Joel said before the start of the show, everything that's old is new again. Everything that's new is probably a rehash of something that happened a while ago. Especially now. Especially now. If you look at the cover of this episode, or if you look at any uh, issue of Detective Comics, there's a lot of callbacks. Uh, The Red Trunks of Superman, um, getting Spider-Man back to his roots with some Nick Spencer action. Everything is a reaction or a rehash of something that a reader from the past, who is now a writer of the present, wants to see. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Let me just read the super chat really quick. Alan Osborne saying, the first super chat is mine. <laughs> but jokes aside, glad to be able to catch you all live. Going to be a good show. Oh. I hope so. We're gonna, it's a great show. We're having a good show tonight. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the idea being like, okay, so if you are a comic book fan and you get the opportunity to write for comic books, you're going to put in the things you like and remember from when you were reading them. Absolutely, I because cite, fans become writers and creators. I cite one more day. Joe Quesada himself was like, Spider-Man should be an Archie Andrews character because that's what he was when I was reading it. Look at uh, the new Justice League issue that just dropped today from Scott Snyder. Yep. There are more than a couple of references to a show called Super Friends. Oh, yeah. A show that Mr. Snyder definitely watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff to Justice League, too. And, of course, there's also the big fact that like the team of Justice League currently today is influenced by the Justice League Unlimited cartoon show. A mm-hmm. show ex- that reached a huge amount of us and made the Justice League relevant for many people. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, like, the things that you like that got you into comics, you're going to want to write about, but because of comics, they might not be lined up continuity-wise with the things that you remember because it's been 10, 15, 25, 30 years since you read that thing and liked it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, when they were doing things that sucked in the 90s, like yeah. making Azrael Batman and giving him a big, goofy, dumb armor suit. <laughs> well, guess what? There are people who read that shit who were and young loved it. who thought it was awesome. And then Indeed. 20 years went by and now they're writing comics and they're like, you know what would be really cool? If we seeing, did it again. Seeing that shit again. Making references to it. Maybe making it a new status quo. Like, yeah. it when, when the Asriel thing was over, they couldn't shove Jean-Paul Valley deeper into the toy box if, mm-hmm. if, if there was a bottomless pit. <laughs> and yet, they now are like, he's a character, and he's got oh, Asriel yeah. Batman uniforms on. Like, he is totally dope. And mm-hmm. people are like, 
dude, he's awesome. I'm seeing nostalgia for Superboy, Superboy Prime. Oh, God, yeah, that's a weird one. Uh, the clone is another thing. Friggin' Spider-Man's Big clone. Time. We had a whole event built around clones that span him off into his own book. That's the thing. Like, when, when the clone came on the scene, the, the current Spider-Man readers were like, get this guy the crap out of here. And the people who were just jumping on board with Spider-Man were like, ooh, mm -hmm. who's this blonde guy? And then they kill the clone unceremoniously because their readers were dropping off. And they're like, <laughs> okay, well, get him the crap out of here. He disintegrated. He's done. It's over. We're never going to reference him again. <laughs> and there was like a like a mantra on the wall. that said like, no more clones. Never again. But nothing's over. Yeah. But the clone, you know, it's funny. I wouldn't use the clone saga as a nostalgia factor. Ben Riley, absolutely. The yeah. Scarlet Spider hoodie uniform, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But as far as the clones are concerned, I feel like the clone saga is a challenge to frustrating authors. Who are oh, like, yeah. Who are like, yeah, the clone saga sucked because I didn't write it. <laughs> it's, a, it's like the ultimate and hubris thing there that's the thing where it's like no no one goes full clone saga don't even attempt it it's like you know the it's like the big like uh triple diamond ski hill in the ski movie everyone who's tried going down it has died yeah no bendis when he hit issue 100 volts of spider-man i can do no wrong clones i'm doing ultimate clone saga and i remember <laughs> when he announced and everybody laughed at him they were like you're kidding it's gonna be a cool venom story or something and he's like nope clones uh, Dan Slott's Clone Saga, which was, you know what? Some people su succeed in that and some people don't. But uh, the, the reason why we're talking about it today is because we're seeing it more and more. Uh, and I'd like us to talk about some of the trends and kind of like window dressing we're seeing today mm -hmm. that will probably come back in 10 or 15 years because current readers have an affinity for it. Or like, ooh, this is cool and new. It got me into comics. And even yeah. though it seems like why would they ever do that? Like clones or Azrael Batman? It happens. Electric Blue Superman? Do you guarantee it'll come back? So uh, before we get into it, Silvery Cricket saying, I see Sam Wilson, Captain America returning since that mm. resonated with so many. That's a good one. Yes. Uh, Sam Wilson Cap was Cap for a lot of people. The thing is, Stan Lee was right when he said that everybody, every single comic is somebody's first comic. Absolutely. And so as such, you know, some people probably jumped on board with Captain America as Sam Wilson Cap being their Captain America. It's true. And for a lot of people who, you know, their thing they always tell me is like, oh, I don't read Captain America for the same reasons I don't read Superman. You know, he's too corny. He's too goody good. You know, the world of his stories don't really reflect my world. For Sam, that was different. That was Nick Spencer being like, no, nah, I'm going to tell a modern Captain America tale that's going to resonate with a lot of people, and he's not going to be afraid to take stances on stuff, and that really did hit a chord with a lot of people. It's true. Uh, somebody in the chat reminded me about, like, they were like, bring back Midnight Suns. Dude, did you read the miniseries that just came out? They've because tried a couple times. There was a miniseries that literally just went to trade, and we literally bought that Tiffany read and really enjoyed, called Midnight Freaking Suns. Yeah, and then they did it again in, uh, what is it, that Doctor Strange Hell on Earth storyline, because that was also the Midnight Suns. That's right. Uh, They've taken several cracks at trying to bring back the Midnight it's Suns. It's true, because people, if you wanted to read magic and goth stuff in Marvel during the 90s, uh, guarantee you, if you picked up any book that had Blade, Doctor Strange, Morbius, Ghost Rider, or any of the three other Ghost Riders on the cover... There is at least two or three of those issues that say Midnight Suns on the top. Yep. Um, Talon134 saying, I could see a heavy focus on graphic novels again. Boy, I wouldn't hope. that be fun. 
That'd be nice. Because in the 80s, Marvel did a big thing, and I'm actually shocked we didn't see this because so many things from the 80s and 90s are coming back now, but that Marvel had a big push for graphic novels. And in fact, you might have seen, if you watch this show, you might watch back issues on our sister show, Back Issues. We have done a number of Marvel original graphic novels. It's a phenomenon that I am captivated by, the idea that Marvel was like, wouldn't it be cool if we dropped the comics code and then just gave an, a self-contained graphic novel to one of our top or two of our top creators and say, have at it, do something neat with that character. And there mm -hmm. were books like Kill Raven, Dazzler, Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> Spider-Man got two or three, but like Doctor Strange into Shambhala is one of the few like four or five definitive Doctor Strange stories. And it's only from that weird nebulous 10-year period when Marvel's putting out graphic... Eh, more like five-year period when Marvel's putting out graphic novels. Um, I would love to see that come back. But so Same. far, that's the one of the few things that hasn't. And I think it's because it's a publishing initiative as opposed yeah. to a thing you can obviously point to and say, like, just tell my writer to make Superman blue or red. You know, like, it's it's actually something you have to, like, get into the nitty-gritty and be like, okay, so we're, I know that we're putting out these monthlies, but, like, put out this graphic freaking novel. It's they tried big. to do that with uh, Rage of Ultron, but I don't think it... They did. DC's Rage of Ultron, more... No More Humans. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but I know what you're talking about. And DC, yeah, of course, no more humans. those black label books. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a big deal, probably, hopefully. And that's more so. in line with what you're thinking of. Um, before I let Joel talk, uh, Jam Call X saying, Carol seems to be going through a similar growth that Marvel did, pushing him from Reckless Brute to Cosmic Champion. Trend for future captains? I hope so. No doubt. Uh the death, uh, the terror of death saying one thing that I'd like to see is more new Krypton saga references ah. and callbacks because it was a really cool story. Yeah. I mean, like that was a really fun story that definitely was in that line. That could come back. I could see that coming they, back in a big, bad way. They kind of did with Mr. Oz there when he was trying to entice John over to his side. Where it's like, and if we work together, we can create a new world. That's kind of like Krypton, a world of new Krypton, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that's true. Um, he doesn't reference it directly, but you're getting shades of that for real. And I'm just like, Oh man, if we ever see evil Jor-El, Mr. Oz again, that would be funny if that was his marching order. or That was his big plan. That would be cool. He's like, yeah, I was looking through my telescope or I was around during that time when they roll back the clock and whatever, who knows? Um, Cause you know that a crisis is coming. Oh yeah. And the question really is what will be the result of the crisis? Because you know, they're kind of like putting all the original continuity back, but they're still living in the New 52 timeline. So it's like, yeah. will they upset the apple cart in a really big, significant way and be like, no, it's a new, new timeline? Or are they going to be like, no, it's officially the old timeline? Yeah, we put everything back the way it was. Like officially. Because there's been no official word, and I'm sure DC will be hard-pressed to make an official announcement of any kind. Yeah, and, and the more we go on, the more stuff it's like, that doesn't quite line up. No, it can't line up. But they're like, well, who cares? You just wanted to see this shit you like, right? So what are some things that have happened recently or had happened over the last little bit that you know 10, 15 years, there's going to be like, hey, big push for this thing you might remember from 10, 15 years ago. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Uh, we were kind of... Yeah, we were kind of kicking this around before we started there. The idea of Superman and his family. Yeah. I hope they're not going away, even though it seems in the Bendis book, he seems to be teasing that they're going away. It's weird. You know, it's really weird about that. Besides the fact that like everyone loved it. So Bendis made it go away or <laughs> is, is even threatening that it will go away. Uh, 
the idea that um, it's really weird that I don't remember, but it doesn't matter. The point is, like, it's it was a thing that everyone enjoyed, that everyone agreed upon, and then Bendis is like, maybe oh, the idea that like threatening to make it go away is somehow enticing to readers. Like, why? Would yeah, you, I know, right? Like the the only the only thing that's making people talk is them going, "Hey, are you gonna buy the new Man of Steel?" I don't know. I I feel like they took away all the things I like about the book. Feels like they're threatening me. Feels like they're trying to get me Stockholm syndrome into reading it. Like like Bendis is actually holding a gun to Superman's happy fan. Like you better read or I'll pull the trigger. Yeah, I I I, I agree. Um, Will I am golden. I want Motion Comics to make a comeback. Oh, they were big for a bit. Uh, no, they were never big. They were they they, they were, tried they, though. There was a big push. There was money spent, but like people by and large were like I don't give a shit. As yeah, it I turns out. It. In, if you're if you were reading comics around 2000, 1999, 2000, uh, having comics broken down into digestible bites and then being read dramatically back to you was something that nobody wanted. Also, too, why would you do that now? If you did that, me, Sal, and half the people we work with would be out of a job. Now, my job is my legacy secure. It's the people out there who read comics dramatically back to you and show you all the pages. Like that is a motion comic. The only difference is there's no like motion in them. Yeah, but who do we know who does that? <laughs> I don't know anybody who does that specific thing. Uh, but if nope. I did, uh, and motion comics came back, I would be, I'd be, I'd be concerned. Little worried. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, because they're not, like, they're not going to come back. Because they're ultimately not worth it. They're not worth it. Like, it makes more sense for other people, independent of comics, to do that versus the actual comic book companies. I mean, like... You can go on Netflix. I don't know if it's still there, but I remember on Netflix for a while, like Spider Woman, X, Astonishing X Men, like a bunch yes. of books from Marvel. Yes, they were. There was a Thor one too. Yeah, there are motion comics in that freaking thing, and you're like, why would I ever watch this with this horrible voice acting and this terror? There's like weird Black Panther the cartoon show animation. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean like. You never know. I mean, that was that was already 18 years ago that motion comics were tried and failed. Mm -hmm. Maybe they will come back. I don't know. Um, Quite possibly. By the way, really quick, uh, JoJo talks too much, saying, glad you guys are talking about this, and it's important to remember that comics are circular and everything always oh, comes yeah. back. Everything also goes, but hey, glass half full, right? Also, uh, can Connor come back to DC? Yes, he will be. I think that's a foregone conclusion. I think way too many people have teased it and talked about it for it not to happen. Sourcewall's busted open. Where was Connor last time? Sourcewall? Yeah, that's it. There you go. He's going to be one of the new guys. Get, oh, keep sorry, your I was eyes of Superboy Prime. Connor, Superboy. yeah, we'll see Connor too. Yeah, he'll be back. From wherever he went. Tynan said in his book, there's something wrong with this timeline. It's messed up. He should be here, but he's not. Exactly. Uh, Jam Call X, Joseph Curry, Aquaman, Sword of Atlantis Return? Joel, you yeah. take this one, man. I don't know anything about it. Okay, so Joseph Curry was the other Aquaman who took over for a little bit. Then, yeah, I would see that happening. Big time. I'm surprised, uh, what is it, Dan Abnett, who I think he wrote that too, actually. He's done so much in his Aquaman run and in his tenure. I'm shocked he hasn't brought that character back or tried to. Yeah. Uh, Silvery Cricket, The Dark Knights from Metal. That's, I mean, that's another foregone conclusion, especially with Snyder writing Justice League. Give it a couple years. Yeah, I don't even think you have to wait 10, 15 years. I think you have to wait like six months. Yeah, where it's like, no, 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 that's that's volume three, volume three. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the Terror of Death. Also bring back Connor, Cassie, and Bart because the Young Justice generation needs its heroes back. Hey, when when does that new Young Justice season three start? Uh, probably around then. Right? It's got to. Uh, 
And Tevye is saying, uh, what about Mayday Park or Spider-Girl? Uh, I mean, as long as Tom DeFalco's alive, there'll be some yep. kind of reference to her. And Some way in form. The only way you're going to see her is if, like, Kat from Comic-Uno gets a job in Marvel. Which, hey, she's working and she's trying hard at it, so give it some time and maybe. It's true. Because uh, what you need is you need somebody who has, like, pull and who works at the business and remembers and cares. Uh, um, Spider-Geddon's coming up, and that looks to have a bunch of the multiversal spider people, so don't be shocked if she shows up in that. And dies. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's sad, because Tom and Cat will be sad. Yes, big time. <laughs> and uh, we like both those people. <laughs> I know, and Tevye will be really devastated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 if I'm going to toss out a thing that I think we're going to see come back in, like, ten years, maybe less... Um, in a as a big push from somebody, it's going to be street level Avengers. It's going to mm. be the Bendis bunch because there are a lot of people, myself included, who were brought into the Avengers franchise as a result of Bendis's bringing the Avengers down to our level and filling yep. it with the most popular Marvel characters, plus a few sure, of his nice. favorites. Yep. Like, and I think that you will see. I mean, you're already seeing the band get it back together in this awful death of Wolverine, return of Wolverine. 16 different tie-ins that all will end in the exact same way. None of them find know, right? fucking Wolverine. It's it's all it's all a no-go. You know that was bad because they basically said, no, no, no you want the real end of this story. You got to read Wolverine Dead Ends. This is where it really ends. Oh, so I can stop reading these tie-ins is what you're telling me? Bite me. Uh, Wookie Drew, thanks for They've all the been door. pretty fine, though. What's that? I said they've all been pretty fine. Though. I was I've actually really, like, I don't even know. There's so many of them. I don't even know which one's which. Like, I was reading the one with the new Avengers coming back, and they're like. Adamantium Agenda. Is is issue two out yet? Is this fucking no. book coming out? Like, it's They've all had one issue so far. Good Lord in heaven. Uh, Wookie Drew, thanks for making my day at work better. You're very welcome, Aww. Wookie. Thank you so much. Uh, Alex McDade. Uh, I could see DC pushing Court of Owls really hard another 10 years. Yes. They Court need to slumber for a bit, and they have been slumbering. Yeah. Now, I could see the Court of Owls versus the Justice League. Like, first of all, I see Scott Snyder not leaving anytime soon. So, like, no, no. He, he, anything that someone else might take of his that they'll use in 10 years, he'll use three times. Oh, yeah. You, you, you read the new Justice League, yes? Yeah. That came out today. Without spoiling too much, when Martian Manhunter sees that big face in the clouds, I don't know if it was intentional or if I was looking for this, but it looked like an owl mask, didn't it? Yeah, I, I, the idea of the Justice League taking on the Court of Owls is like, I, like you said, a foregone conclusion. I feel like that's like a no, a no brainer. I think we pitched it before, and then you know the court has super owls that were made to specifically to combat the Justice League, and they all have different powers corresponding yep. to their hero. Yep. Or he'll, th or or Snyder will throw you a, a curveball and be like, the Legion of Doom meets with uh, the Court of Owls, and it looks like they're gonna. Um, team up, but then they just slaughter the Court of Owls and take over their operations. To really put the Legion of Doom over, I'd like that. Uh, but yeah, I could see the Court of Owls, if Snyder was not involved anymore, definitely being a big thing that happens in another 10 years. Abraham I, I Clark, think it's been enough time people can forget how crappy the end of Robin War was, because that was really the nail in the coffin of the Owls, where it's like, okay, you're the Foot Clan now, you're the Hand, you're a bunch <laughs> of loser <laughs> jobber villains who get kicked ass by the thousands. You're not cool or interesting anywhere. Your motivations have completely broken down. Dude, I mean, like, I forgot what Robin War was a thing. So Yeah, yeah. I know, right? I only remember because it was so bad, and I had to cover every issue of it. Yeah. Uh, Abraham Park, I would love to see Legends of the Dark Knight again. 
Uh, oh, solo yeah. standalone Batman stories that I grew up on. Dude, you and me both, Abraham. Also bound to happen, I think. Wasn't it digital for a bit? That's what it should be. It should be a great digital series that you can get for cheap and it comes out every week. That would rock. Uh, Tales from Island Z, you know it would take 20 years, but will you be nostalgic for Convergence? If not, <laughs> what generation of your children's children will it be? Or will it be never? <laughs> Never. No one will be like, no one will be excited for convergence. I guarantee you someone as like, you know how like uh, electric blue Superman, seriously, there's been no reference to him besides him containing, uh, uh, the lightning chick, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, live wire with the electric blue Superman suit a while ago. And then it being a nightmare in dark Knight's mm -hmm. metal, there has been no electric blue Superman, just as the only references have been a joke or a continuity, like, wink, yep. so too will Telos be a joke. Uh, you beat me, too, and I was going to be like, Sal, what happened to Telos, though? He had a rich, interesting story, apparently. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Archon, or, I don't remember, but, like, or Ar Arak. Oh, was that his real name? Yeah, he was a real character from, like, the pe from an old DC book. Oh, shit. But, uh. I didn't care enough to read his solo series. Oh, no. No one did. Nor, nor, nor did anyone. No, no, no. But I could see Telos being a joke that's used any time. Any time. You don't have to wait 20 years. I bet you'd see Telos in... Or, yeah, I bet you see Telos or Arak in the next uh, two. Like Puck the Space Troll, where you got like a big bar cantina scene. It's like, oh, look, Telos is sitting there. Bingo. Uh, or they, Or like Martian Manhunter like meets with Telos to get some information. Right, where it's like, hey, gang, look, it's Telos. Yeah. Uh, Pricey Yeti 40, are you saving Jeff Johns for last? I mean, like, what do you mean, specifically? Like, how, how, how can Jeff Johns be nostalgic? He hasn't stopped. He's just kept going. Exactly. Uh, Silvery Click at Super Lex. Someone's got to hit that target. Yes. It's a really good-looking costume. And it was, like, for some people, their favorite version of Lex Luthor. It was a really good status quo. I'm shocked they never spun him out into his own book. I am disappointed. The Superior Superman. I'm telling you, that yep. sold itself. Um, but yeah. And while I you're on the subject, Superior Spider-Ock, he hasn't even been away that long. People are nostalgic, and Dan Slott was sure to put everything in order to be like, hey, if anyone wants to write this guy, you can. Yep. No, Superior Spider-Man was on my list. It'll absolutely be a thing that will come back in a big way in the next 10 years, uh, if not in its own solo series in five or less. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Superior Spider-Man was, it resonated too well with everybody. It hit all the right notes for a lot of people. Got so many people back. It got me back reading Spider-Man. I thought I was done, that there was nothing they could do to get me back in. Yeah. Uh, Brian, Bo uh, Bryant Baller saying, Sal, your disdain for tie-ins always makes me smile and or laugh. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I hate them. Uh, Adrian L. I'm hoping Detective Comics' Belfry team will be fondly yeah. remembered, but most likely it'll be forgotten. Um, I think it struck a big enough chord. That fa the fact that they dedicated such a big, long arc in Detective Comics to it, which Detective Comics usually never gets such big, long, overarching storylines. Plus, the name is just cool. The Belfry. I know. No, and it, it, it lends itself to it. Yeah, I could see the Belfry definitely being being the young justice of the Bat family. Yeah, I could see, like, another team being like, oh, where did Batman set you up? Oh, the old Belfry. And readers will be like, oh, I remember that back in the early 20-teens there. Yeah, time or them being like, there. we got to get the band back together. Or, like, they got to mm. get Clayface. And he's, you know, like, they'll they'll do a thing. Um, 
I'm thinking that if if we're looking at things that are gonna come back because of like old school readers from today, like current readers who will become old school readers that mm. become writers in ten or fifteen years, because they um, always do. I'm thinking the Superman Wonder Woman relationship will come back. You think? I've never enjoyed that, but then again, it's also one of those things that's always come back. Like, shouldn't they be together? No, they shouldn't. Yeah. Do you think her fallopian tubes and tubes can handle the sperm? Like, no. It's there's no doubt in my mind that if they dissolve the Superman marriage because of Bendis, then more people than ever before will be referring to the, the Superman Wonder Woman relationship. However, it is a morbid curiosity for a lot of fans, yes. I guess. However, if uh, it's all a dodge and the Superman marriage and John are all still there and it all works out, you can guarantee by the fourth crisis, Superman and Wonder Woman will be lift-locking on a cover somewhere. Oh, no. I know. I don't think it's a good idea, but, like, it sells. The, the fact that they keep bringing it up must mean that some people are all about it. It was a book! Yeah. <laughs> uh... See, I, I'm thinking Superman's Superman and Wonder Woman's relationship will be a thing that will come back in 10 or 15 years. That people will be like, man, I always wanted to see them together, and I love that they mm -hmm. were there, and then they threw it away for this dumb, boring marriage. Here's, a, here's another one while we're on the subject of that. Batman and Robin as both a concept and a book. It's been how long since we've actually had a book called Batman and Robin? Good call. Good call. Yes. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to go a step further. That book will be launched with a new Robin. Mm. It's been a while since we've had a new Robin. They've had a couple contenders, both Snyder and his student Tiny. We're like, what about Harper Rowe? What about Duke? Ah, 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 all. Everyone's like, no, neither yeah, of them. Everyone rejected. I was fine with both of them. I don't know if they were if I wanted to see them in the Robin suit, which that was even the like conceit they made, where it's like, look, they'll be the new Robin, but they're not gonna be Robin though. They'll have their own identities. We know there's too many Robins. Remember when they brought Carrie Kelly into the New Fifty Two universe, and they were like, For a maybe minute. this will be Robin, like, and everyone wholesale rejected it in mass. No, and then yeah. she disappeared, and we never saw her again. Thank freaking God. Although the mutants apparently followed her through whatever time warp she came from, because then the mutant gang just started showing up in Gotham at that point. I like that. I'm cool with the mutant gang showing up. Uh, I, I'm still against making Carrie part of the continuity. Agreed. Um, Terror of Death taking bets to think, uh, who thinks that Spider-Man's new writer will reinstate the Spidey-MJ marriage? Mm. That it will be instated by, by the next 10 years. You think? Oh, yeah. No, the people who want to see the marriage back, the, the, for the, the majority, were kids who read the, 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 the married Spider-Man books 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And because all writers are around our age anyway nowadays, it's only a matter of time until one of them gets enough power or pull or position oh. to be like, okay, let's make this happen. All they need is for one person who either doesn't care or really cares to become editor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. For yeah. someone to and for someone at the top to die or quit or get fired. Yep, and those things happen every day. <laughs> they surely do. Um, do you think there's ever going to be any nostalgic or nostalgia for the dark matter characters? <laughs> Where there's going to be a big push for that, or they're be like, "Don't worry, Sideways is back." <laughs> I mean, there's fans for everything, and people keep telling me, Joel, you're being too mean and too hard on the new age of heroes. They'll never make it if you're so mean to them. And I'm like, hey, if my being mean to them can affect whether or not they'll make it, maybe they weren't that good to begin with. Bing, that is, you've nailed it right on the head, man. 
Um, oh, uh, Silvery Cricket saying uh, new Superman, uh, Ken and Kong. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's he's sticking in there. Like I kind of fell off his book there, but I respect that he's sticking around and that they've evolved his book to now being like new Superman in the Justice League of China, especially Ooh. in a day and age where you know Chinese markets and Asian markets are more important now than ever. Even if it's not catching fire in North America, there might be a Chinese kid out there reading that who really wants to work for DC and really wants to write one day. And if so, That's that'd be pretty thing. cool. I mean, I could see I could see DC making Chinese books or yeah. licensing out the book. Like you know how Marvel licensed out like the the the, the manga, uh, not mm -hmm. the manga books, but also like the anime movies where they're yeah, like, yeah. here's the X Men anime and here's the you know uh, the Iron Man anime and stuff like. I could see them being like, "Hey, yeah, here's a Chinese publisher. Make some, make some Superman books. Use you can have guy. Ken and Kong. Knock yourselves out. Do whatever you want with them." I think he's one of those characters that, like, as soon as he shows up in a movie or a cartoon or something, I think he'll really hit that next level. True enough. Uh, Derek M saying, "I'll be nostalgic for Doomsday Clock number one." Yeah, I'm starting <laughs> to feel that way myself. What was that? Like two, three years ago, that book came. <laughs> Something like, but what were you saying? You know, you'll be, uh, you'll be an old man by the time this one finishes up. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Do you? I mean, like, people are already like. Uh, I remember reviewing number five in our, uh, our 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 show off the rack, and I'm like, this book's kind of boring. It's not great. Like, you know, I'm enjoying it. It's a well crafted book. It looks really great, but it, like, I'm I'm starting to forget like what the hell happened in the last issue, and I'm not really like. I expect to be raked over the coals, and all I heard was people being like. Yo, it's, it's, you know, I, the only thing I can say is that it's not that boring, but yeah, I don't blame you. Like everyone's it, like, yeah, I'm kind of losing my, losing steam on this freaking series. You, you know, when they say strike while the iron is hot, the iron is ice cold right now, it seems. But like, and I, and I hate to be like this, but like, Same. do you remember how much hype there was? Like I was so hyped for Doomsday Same. Clock. It was in like, hey, you don't even have to say, do you remember? Go back and listen to old episodes when it was coming out and you can hear how hyped we all we, were. And it was a crazy cool, like, at the very least, interesting concept that, like, now you're just kind of like, well, you're, you're doing so many damn things. I don't even know where the hell to start. Like, I... Like, then there's the exciting. fear on top of it that you and I have been talking about where it's like, oh, what was the cause of these delays? Doesn't seem to be art-based. Did this did this series pivot? Was this supposed to be about something else, but then you changed it on the fly? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I, I, I hope not either. I guess we'll have to keep reading to find out, but that's my fear. Yeah. Uh, Tales of Violent Z with David Holler making a comeback to TV. Who's next? Oh, yeah, that's right. A, a lot of old X-Men is coming back, and I think that will only continue to happen once Disney gets the film rights back to it. I think that because of the Disney-Fox-Marvel problem... That's the only reason we haven't seen a real, true return of Generation X. Yes. Oh, almost certainly. Heck, people are getting nostalgic for Shatterstar now because he had a hilarious moment in Deadpool 2. Yeah. Uh, and this is me putting this out there, by the way. Like, if DC wants to give Gen 13 another try, I'll write it. I mean, like <laughs> I'll I'll read it and I'll review thing, it on my channel. I remember Gen 13 and read the series, which is more than I could say for most of the people in your bullpen. So like <laughs> I'll take it over, you know, like because I have a little bit of nostalgia for that terrible series, which we've done on GBU. It's one of the few books where they're like, where I'm like, hey, we're going to do uh, this is another show. We do good, bad and ugly where we compare books and talk about which one's good, bad and ugly. And I'm like, hey, what do you think about another Gen 13? Unanimously, no. 
They're like, <laughs> put that shit back. <laughs> they get really mad at me when I threaten to do Gen 13. Um, <laughs> but I like it. Right? I'm like, well, it's like, it's, you can't even say you like it once you like have that scene where grunge is banging all of the Amazonian babes and <sighs> impregnating them. And like, and Fairchild is wearing like, just just a bra made out of tattered rags. And you're just nice. like, what, what is the plot of this again? I think Gen 13 is to you what Secret 6 is to me, where it's like, let me tell you all about it. Well, and like, but no, but once they see, only if like you open the page to Secret 6 and Secret 6 is suddenly like a secret porno comic, like, and you go, no, 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 it's, it, there's, there's actually some cool stuff in here, but you just open up to the wrong page. Oh, you, oh no, but the next page is also kind of a porno comic too. Damn it. Yeah, get, get Gail Simone put a lot of her own kink in there, but it was classy kink. <laughs> but it was classy. It was very classy. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I think that Gen 13's time is due. Uh, apropos uh, new things that we expect to see, like some affinity for, I think we're going to see in the next 10, 15 years, Batgirl is going to have her costume change back to classic Batgirl. And, then we're, genu- gonna s- and then we're going to see a return of the Burnside costume. I am genuinely, genuinely surprised she has kept the Burnside era costume for as long as she has. I really thought they were going to change that. But apparently it was a big hit with the cosplay community. It was a big hit with the readers that they were trying to attract with that book that they didn't have before that. So, I mean, more more power to them for betting on something and it working. It's true. But I really do think that's going to happen. I think, we're, I think we are through the looking glass when it comes to Batgirl either – Barbara retiring the mantle and finally letting mm. one of the old because like I think we're in that era where like the old shit's coming back so like I think yeah. we may get like Cassie or Stephanie being being Batgirl again sometime in the near future they've definitely raised their profiles to the point where I could see it happen and I could believe it yeah and just give like a beautiful cover to Joel Jones and have them do something and you just you've you've got yourself an a triple a selling book you, you really do uh, speaking of female characters one I want to bring up Jane Foster is Thor, so much to the point that Jason Aaron basically said at the end of his run, yeah, don't worry, this will come back one day. Oh, yeah, totally. No, I – that was, for a lot of people, their first Thor, or at the Indeed. very least, their first foray into buying Thor regularly. Yeah, and, and I mean, what a what a great era it was. Yeah, and, and even the people who complained about, like, Thor being a woman, like, they had to admit, like, the book's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean also too a grand continuation of this saga that Jason Aaron has been telling for like over five years now since like Marvel Now. Yeah, yeah. Which which is already assuring that it will be required reading for anyone who wants to go back and understand this epic saga era of Thor. Yeah. Now the question is whether like it will be a nostalgia return or if like because Jason Aaron is pretty much the new Bendis, like. Yeah. He'll probably just bring her back anyway. <laughs> like, he'll probably bring her back in the next year or two. I mean, yeah. I mean, that kind of seemed to be the thing there. It's like, well, let's just see if we should get to, if she gets over cancer first. Then maybe we'll bring her back. Exactly. Um, another also, thing, too, yeah. hey, because uh, you mentioned costumes there. Uh, X-23 is Wolverine. Yeah, I would like to see that because I liked her as Wolverine anyway. Uh, she yeah. looked really great in that costume. And I, I'm sad to see, uh, you know, she's going to get rid of it. You know, she's going to put back the, the X 23 costume. Cause people are already nostalgic for her being X 23. It's so, true. It's this interesting circle they're in. Yeah. So yeah, her being Wolverine. Totally. No question. No question. Um, I mean, it's proved that she earned it. All we need is to have Logan be like, Oh, I got to go to space or I got to go back to hell again or something. Hey, can you hold down the fort for me? Yeah. 
I think we're going to see a return of the new 52 Superman costume. Oh, uh-huh, really? The With the armor end. and the collar and everything? Yeah, I think so. And I, I, I don't know if it'll be like a story purpose or like, it might just be like a nod the way that like Electric Blue Superman was in Dark Knight's Metal where it's like, mm-hmm. I got to go fight Luther, but I don't have any costumes like that that aren't clothes. Oh, wait, I know what I can do. I have this. I have this dumb armor um, with a popped collar. (laughs) Boy, what was I thinking? Yeah, this is stupid. But at the very least, I can kick ass in it. And then it'll like break open and you'll have the regular Superman costume underneath. I like it. I really do think we're going to see a return of that costume. uh, Just because there's no way Jim Lee's going to go anywhere and he designed that fucking thing. Also true. Someone in the chat said nostalgia for the ultimate universe. I don't know about that anymore because Bendis isn't there anymore and he was kind of the gatekeeper key holder for the ultimate universe. Yeah, uh, I think that that was more of a sure thing if Bendis was if Bendis became editor in chief or if Bendis mm-hmm. stuck around. Uh, it seems like everything that's Bendis is going into the like back into the toy chest until he comes back. Pretty much the entirety of Spider-Men 2 was just, hey, can I bring the Ultimate Universe back or a universe that is similar to the Ultimate Universe in case I want to keep writing stories? Right, exactly. Hell, you might even see Bendis come back. I mean, like, you might you might see the, the return of Bendis in 10 or 15 years. Bendis is like, I miss writing these Spider characters. Can I come back and write a new Jessica Jones? Dude, you, you know what? Actually, like, it would be a great return just for Bendis to go, like, I'm just going to keep doing Ultimate Spider-Man. I'm not doing anything else, just Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh God! Now that would be a funny coming full circle in his in his golden years in his latter days. I just want to write a new Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna continue the book from where I left. Yeah, literally, just pick up from where I left off. Yeah, and no one would care. And everyone would be like, okay, yeah. Either no one would read it because they don't freaking remember, or they'd be like, yeah, all right, I picked it right back up. <laughs> Right on. Uh, like, Kind of like when Chris Claremont comes back to write X-Men, and now I'm going to write like I never stopped, only the art is different. Yep, and people are go, and either new readers go, what the crap is happening? And yeah. the old readers are like, eh, this isn't as good as it used to be. Yeah. Starlin, same deal too. Can I write another Thanos book in the future that only makes reference to my Thanos continuity and nothing else? Right? Yes. Always. Yes. You can uh, do it every few years. Yep. Uh, Tales from Island Z returning saying over under uh, 100 issues for the new Fantastic Four. Ooh. Uh, That's going to be interesting because everyone has clamored for the Fantastic Four. Absence has made the heart grow fonder. But if, when you break down just the cold numbers there, no Fantastic Four book has run for very long. Well, the original Fantastic Four run except for, for the like one. over 500 issues or whatever. But except like, for that one. A modern Fantastic Four. I mean... Num- the numbers are so bad now versus 20 years ago mm-hmm. that everything's suffering now. Everything's suffering. Like, you know, they might kill for the for the uh, for the old school, like 1987 numbers of Fantastic Four. Like, I don't think any book will last 100 issues anymore with reboots. It's true. Re- re- renumberings, restarts, fresh starts. I, I could definitely see. I, I don't think the Fantastic Four out of all of them, no way Fantastic Four lasts 100 issues. I think it'll have a good, solid first couple volumes with all this new interest in it, but will people stick with it, though? I'm thinking three to four volumes, and then it'll be a reboot or a re- or, or, or a restart, some bullshit. Right. Do you remember, like, I mean, like, you know how, like, you're looking through the, the old bins, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, the Fantastic Four have red costumes? Oh, happens all the time. That was the James Robinson era. Right, like, what the and and then as as soon as you see them 
you'd keep going and then they're gone and it's a different creative team and you're like what the hell happened here like it's just it's just such a like definite example of what it's like to read fan or to it's an example of what marvel does when they put out fantastic four books nowadays where they go yep. like just 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 put out this book about explorer about an explorer family it's just mm. robinson crusoe in space with, with superpowers and they're like no but like it's getting boring and even though like the audience ha- is consistently there and reads the book mm-hmm, and it, mm-hmm. like we get a solid 30,000 units every every month and you know what it doesn't go up or down but it's at 30,000 like just put the freaking book out no 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 reinvent the wheel change their costumes re- rotate creative teams kill, kill the human torch like, yeah <laughs> make spider-man a member for a bit <laughs> You know, and that was uh, that was Hickman, and yeah, it was. Listen, like out of every team in the Marvel universe, the one he actually makes the most sense on is the Fantastic Four. It's true, really, is true. I feel, and what's frustrating is I feel like they never really did it properly. Like when they brought Spider-Man into the Avengers, like you know, Bendis wrote Spider-Man in the Avengers, and he was a character who actually like bounced off the characters and and played a role in that book. But Straczynski actually reflected that shit in his own book and was Indeed. like, this is this is happening in the book. When Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four, no one else gave a shit. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. was no reference to him. If you're reading Spider-Man during the Hickman stuff, he was not wearing that cool costume. He nope. was not uh, doing Fantastic Four stuff. It was just it was there was virtually no crossover. Yep. And and that was that was a damn shame because it would have been nice to see. Spider-Man in the Fantastic Four officially reflected by different creators. Wouldn't it have? Right? I just, you know. Um, also, do you think they're ever going to give a shit in 10 or 15 years? They're going to go, hey, I want to bring back the Terrifics. <laughs> Again, that's New Age of Heroes, but I think the Terrifics may actually outlast the New Age of Heroes, if only because they are made up of DC characters, some of which have cult followings. Like Plastic Man's getting his own book right about now. The fact that Plastic Man's getting his own book makes me think the Terrifics are not long for this world. Really? I re- uh, first of all, the Terrifics is the Fantastic Four. Um, yes. Based could, on a pitch that Jeff Lemire unafraidly said, yeah, it was a Fantastic Four pitch I had at Marvel they wouldn't let me do. Right. Uh, there's no way that can last. And you're underestimating the staggering drawing power of the Fantastic Four in the DC universe. Like... I don't think that the Fantastic Four is the group to rip off if you want to, like, make a best-selling book. You yeah. know, like, I, I just feel like the, the Fantastic Four is not a, a big enough property. Someone in the chat says they need to bring back Silver Sable. They already did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, will there be a big push for her? I mean, I you know, she's not getting a they- book. They also apparently canceled that uh, black, uh, black and uh, silver black, movie. Yeah, that black and silver movie. Which you know, hey, it's nice. No sanity can prevail every once in a while in Hollywood. They were never gonna make that movie. No, they weren't. They were threatening to make it. They were just like, they were never gonna make that. Just like everybody talks about that Aunt May Secret Agent movie. Oh yeah. They were never gonna make that Aunt May movie. Now, now all the movies in the Joker cinematic universe they're working on, those are gonna get made. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to make at least a couple of that four to five Joker movies they're working on. There's no way. Did you see that um, that tweet 
from James Wan where somebody's like, where's my Aquaman trailer? And he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, there is. I, I am. Look, I'm plugged into the comic book like a uh, fan base. Plugged I'm seeing in. no fanfare or enthusiasm about the Aquaman movie, despite the fact that the Aquaman movie might be one of the best in the DC cinematic universe. The, the rumor is, is that early screenings were very positive, and that pissed Warner Brothers off, because, like, but we're already pulling money and, uh, what is it, resources from this, because Justice League underperformed. Right. Now, that said, like, look, I'm not going to see an Aquaman movie to crap on it. I'm not going to be like, lol, Aquaman, he talks to fish. Lose. And I like, like James Wan a lot. No, I'm going to go see that movie being like, this is going to be cool. I like it. Like, I'm excited. And, I, and I'm not going to try and force myself to like it. I'm just going to hopefully enjoy the movie. But, like, I don't think that it will work. Like, I, I don't think that it is... After the floundering of Aquaman, I don't think that DC is, or Warner Brothers is going to be... Like quick to start announcing more Joker movies. I see what you did there. The floundering of Aquaman. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, tish. But uh, yeah, the Joker. Those Joker movies. Those are threats. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jared Leto. You remember the guy who had like five minutes of screen time in Suicide Squad? What if we gave him an entire film? Remember the one thing that everybody agreed sucked about that movie. Because everybody didn't, like, everybody says there's something about that movie that sucks. That everybody is like, but that Jared Leto Joker pretty much sucks. Trying pretty hard there. Harley Quinn, I can understand. Margot Robbie seemed to enjoy herself. She was something that a lot of people agreed. Yeah, she was pretty all right. And they probably sold more Harley Quinn merchandise related to that movie than they sold actual tickets. Yep. What I'm saying is the manager of your local Hot Topic really wants these four Joker movies <laughs> to happen. <laughs> I hope it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Terror of Death saying, by the way, Alan Moore is probably screaming at DC right now for them because they're using Tom Strong. Oh, no doubt. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, he, he probably doesn't care. No, because like, I don't think he cares about anything anymore. No, I mean, like, we know that, like, he takes the checks. We know that he is, like, you know, has no respect for them. So, you know, if for, I would I would imagine him being like, yeah, of course they're using Tom Strong. Like, of course they're trying to make a buck off of my off of my name. Like, mm -hmm, yeah, why wouldn't mm -hmm. they, you know? Um, but I don't think he's like he's like, damn them, why won't they respect my sanctity? Like, Alan, if you want them to like give you reverence and treat you like a like a like a peer, like work out a deal the way that Neil Gaiman and Grant Morrison did. Where like yeah. They don't use what's his name? Uh, they don't use uh, Morpheus without asking Neil Gaiman for permission. <laughs> If it's okay, yeah. Um, somebody in the chat also reminding me about uh, Duke. Think of oh, yeah. any nostalgia for Duke? If yeah. they were, if they remember that Duke's around, yeah, I think some people like Duke. I thought Duke got a bad rap for a lot of the time, and now he's just fallen off the face of the earth. Yeah, Duke had a book, so I think he will. I think there's going to be an audience out there that's going to be like, or somebody out there who's like, I got a pitch for Duke. It was the We Are Robin book that had nothing to do with how he was actually being represented elsewhere because they just got a Libra Mayo where it's like, hey, man, you can just write this, right? Yeah. I know you're normally an artist, but, you know, write this. Right. Um, now, you had a great uh, suggestion. It was a Marvel expectation that I just really enjoyed. And what was it? Uh, I forgot we talked about so much before it, we started. It was about uh, my favorite race in the uh, 
in in the Marvel universe. Oh yes, the Inhumans. Will there be a wave of Inhuman nostalgia in the future? They got a hell of a push, and I am not afraid to say, under Charles Soule, their stories, like right after Infinity, when they were really pushing them hard, were better than the X Men stories at that time. So surely someone liked them, and Marvel at least cared enough to seemingly give them a send off in the upcoming Death of Inhumans. Yeah. I think there's definitely going to be an audience. I mean, I think people, I think just by virtue of how much inhuman stuff came out. Oh yeah. There is there, like there is an audience out there who are like, I really love the inhumans. Multiple books, solo series, team books, crossovers. Yeah. So I think like 10 years time, there'll be a big inhumans push that'll come from that. And I believe in it more because it'll come from a place of people who are like, I like who actually cared. Yeah. I have an Inhumans pitch because I grew up reading the Inhumans. Little yeah. did I know that I was forced to read the Inhumans because there was <laughs> nonstop Inhumans, or maybe they liked it. Maybe the, the idea appeals to them. True. It is definitely a science fiction pitch, the idea of like a storm Absolutely. cloud that makes you into a monster that's roving around the planet, and this mm-hmm. group of people who are like who are trying to repopulate their species. Like That's a thing that you could definitely get yeah. into. Um, oh, yeah. Somebody asked a great question. Did that Karnak book ever finish? I don't think it did. I don't think it did. I don't think so either. And I, I really kind of enjoyed that book, and I'm sad I did to too. That it didn't like. Well, I don't think it worked out. I, I think I read the first issue a couple times. He's like trying to save a kid from a cult and yeah. everything. Yeah. Um. What was it? There's one more uh, super chat we got from the Tales of Island Z from number one to today. Nostalgic for what old school Avengers and which would sell books. Dig mm. deep, please. I'm older than both of you. Ah. I mean, like, West Coast Avengers is coming back. It's true. In a, in, a, in a fairly sizable way where it's like, hey, here's Clint Barton as Den Father, and here's a bunch of these, yeah. you know, other younger, diverse heroes that we couldn't find a place for. Right? Uh, I think that we, I'd like to see... Um, I'd like to see the return of some like cosmic characters and the Avengers interacting mm-hmm. with them, like some like galactic storm uh, kind of shit. Like, wouldn't it be nice to see them fighting the stranger or, oh, uh, you know, no. or other characters where it's like, and, and not have it be that like the living tribunal has been assassinated and his dead uh. body is rotting on the moon. Like <laughs> how about like, no, they go to space and they like, you know, one of the members of the team like falls in love with an alien princess and they disrupt, like it's just an episode of Star Trek, but it's the Avengers. Yeah. Like that's some old school Avengers shit, but like, I don't think we have to, I, I don't know if people will be as nostalgic for that 10 or 15 years from now. Uh, hey, did Thanos kill Star Fox? I think Thanos killed Star Fox. Yeah, I think so. Right. He was kind of fun. It'd be <laughs> nice to see him show up again. Cause that was his Arrows, old joke in the yeah. Thanos book where he's like, Hey, remember when I was an Avenger, I was totally an Avenger guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but no, I don't, I, I mean, like, I think that if you're going to see that happen, you're going to see it within the next like couple of years, if at all. Some, someone in the chat said Cersei. Oh, you better believe if this Eternals movie is happening, the Avengers are going to be like, hey, let's call up our old friend Cersei. Completely. No, Cersei, see, Cersei is the only high-profile Eternal. She was a member of the Avengers without having to bullshit anybody. Like, it was, you will definitely see Cersei come back if the Eternals is not a secret code for the X-Men. Yeah. Um, we have a couple more suggestions. Uh, what was it called? Um... I think that they're eventually going to get rid of and then subsequently return Wallace West. Mm. I think that uh, the Flash War might take one of the Wallies off the table. 
Interesting. The expectation is Wallace because he's a new 52 holdover. Yeah, and supposedly the actor from the show is just he can't stay on any of these shows. He left uh, the Flash show for personal reasons. He's now not going to be a recurring character on Legends of Tomorrow. And I feel like a lot of those were helping keep him around. Now, do you think that that was the actor? Or do you think that was like Warner Brothers DC being like, no, 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 no. get rid of these characters. We're getting rid of that guy. I think it was more the actor than anything. I think he's going through a lot of personal stuff. Mm, okay. But I do but think... But again, yeah. if he's gone, where it's like, well, it'll be easier now. Right, exactly. Like, well, we're not getting the push from TV. I mean, like, there's a TV show coming out called Friggin' Cloak and Dagger. Yes. Uh, there's a book that literally just dropped today on Comicsology. A, a stealth release. Uh, they will... Yeah, a stealth release from Dennis Hopeless... And you know that would never have happened without the show. So, like, if there is no strength of the show, you will not... Like, if there's no, like, show behind it, if there's no, like, pop culture push behind it, you know, it's probably going to go the way of the Dodo. And I I, mm. I, I fear mm. the icy black death of the uh, four of Wallace West. Or at the very least, some kind of, like... Go into the speed force. Get out of here. Yeah, at the way most speedsters do. You you can come out at the end of a big event and punch someone, and we can restage that classic moment where Barry comes back. Right. Uh, the Terror of Death gives a good one, the Avengers Academy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I agree with that. It's been a long time since X-Men has been like a school drama. It should be that again. Yeah. I really do like the Avengers Academy concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really loved the initiative idea. And yeah. I'm really sad that it was undercut for Secret Invasion. Yeah. It was a cool idea that I wish they waited a couple of like years to do because yeah. it was such a neat idea. Like, Secret Invasion is a cool concept, but it so is. is the initiative. It and was. I'm, I'm really sad that that did not, like, become commonplace, that it had to be like dismantled. Mm. Hell, I I've mentioned it before. I was a huge fan of X-Men Evolution. And surely, again, as we mentioned, most writers are around our age anyway. Someone would want to do something like that. I just, just want to do Buffy with X-Men, though. Right. <laughs> uh, Jam Call X also saying he'd like to see Eli Bradley as Patriot come back. I mean, oh, like, yeah. The young Avengers in general, I think sh will you'll probably see them coming back. E Eli Bradley is sad because they retired him off panel. You had to hear that from another character. It's like, yeah, he, uh, he retired the Patriot identity. Like, what? Let him speak for himself. What the hell? I know. He, he got into politics, and I'm like, well, hey, can we have a West Wing-style book with former superhero turned, like, political activist? I think that no. would be a good <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. Um, and you had a couple other suggestions uh, for things that are, like, com that are new now that will probably not be around in the next couple of years that also will probably return. Uh, they're both Marvel. Uh, your first one was Secret Empire? Yeah, I figure someone has to go back to this well at some time, and even someone in the chat is saying Hydra Cat. They just, they just left too many hanging threads, and surely, again, as we said, new writers reading that as young people are like, well, someone has to fix that. Someone has to do something with this and answer these questions. Yeah, and... Uh... Do you think Nick Spencer will do it? Do you think somebody who like just enjoyed Secret Empire will do it? 
I, I mean, I, I'm sure in the back of his mind, Spencer's probably a little upset he never got to finish that story seemingly the way he wanted to, that Steeble is just kind of hanging there and everything. Maybe maybe that's a job for Spider-Man. Maybe it's like a Days of Future Past scenario, only it's like, you know, Secret Empire Past, where like, what if there was an alternate universe where it never ended and kept going? What would that be like? Yeah. Somebody reminded me that Ronan should come back. Uh, oh, yeah. It's been a while. I think Ronan's going to show up in the Avengers movie. So, like, yeah, yeah. you're going to see Ronan a lot sooner than that. Is is Clint going to be Ronan again? Or are we going to have the thing where there's a new Ronan and you have to figure out who it oh, was? Yeah, Remember no, when Blade was Ronan? Oh, yeah. No, it'll be like Moon Knight or something. Like, no, they'll make it a thing. Because, like, that's part of the appeal or the, the fun of introducing a Ronan is going, like, who's Ronan? But who's it really? Yeah. And, uh... So I think that I think they're going to bring in Ronan, like kind of like shoehorn him in because of his appearance in the movie, if it is true that he's going to be in the movie. Uh, but if not, then he's definitely belongs on this list because, yeah, like Ronan was a recent acquisition or a recent creation yep. that you can definitely see like the appeal of being like, look at this character. He's distinct looking. He's cool. He's fun. And also like there's a mystery around it and I can kind of like manufacture one without having to work really hard. It's true. everyone loves a mystery, and it's been a while since we've had a good comic book mystery. I think the last one was Who is Mister Oz? Was the last big one? Exactly, exactly. Um, Which hey, Mister Oz could no doubt come back at some time too. He's seemingly off the table, but I could see him coming back again. Right? Oh yeah, no. I mean, like it's weird that he, oh, that's right. He got like well, I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but uh, Keith one shot saying Wally two is here to stay. Hell battle for his be, hell battle his father soon. Oh, oh yeah, that's. Soon. Oh, is his, is his dad back to life? Because his dad was the new Fifty Two Reverse Flash. Oh yes, that's right. And uh, uh, someone in the chat also saying uh, Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz. Yeah, especially if they're going to be reworking all of Green Lantern soon, and if the rumor is too that Grant Morrison is coming in and overhauling the whole thing, I could see them going away for a bit and coming back in a big way. Yeah, uh, Decon Six Ninety saying, "How about Loki, Agent of Asgard thing, or Child Loki?" I liked Loki, Agent of Asgard a lot. A lot. That was that, one. that was also Al Ewing. It was fun to be like, let's let's do magic heists with Loki. Let's make it like a fantasy crime book. Wasn't there talk that they were gonna do a new Loki book soon, but yes. then they just didn't? Uh, after after like Loki, like the presidential candidate or something like that. Like oh, vote Loki. Yeah, vote Loki. I think that uh, I think they will see. Yeah, I think they were gonna do a thing with Loki, and then they just didn't. I think I think uh, Jason Aaron stepped in and went, no, 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 no. He's going to be the villain for my first Avengers arc, which, again, bringing it full circle with the original Avengers story. Yes. And then I think Duggan, too, was like, yeah, I want him for Infinity Countdown, too. He can't be a good guy yet. Yeah. And I'll throw out one more like alternative or character that we might see return at some point in the near future or in the future in general, like farther down, probably much farther down than the next year or so. And that's Angela. She's a oh, character yeah. they own. People like that character. She's due. When Spawn starts coming back, you know that people are going to start thinking about Angela again, and maybe someone will have an idea that people will buy this time. She she really needs to be in like uh, what is it like? You need to give her to like a Warren Ellis, and he needs to do like another crazy like team book of like obscure characters. Maybe do like a new version with like Spectrum and Bloodstone and everything, and get them all together and do that again. Yeah, that'd be fun. I would love to see more, just just something cool and original and interesting with that character, because I feel like they're too visually, dis she's too visually distinct. I want to see more of that. 
She really is. And again, it's like you you own her from another company. You wrote all this stuff about angels and how they exist in the nine realms and everything. You mean you n- no one in your bullpen has a pitch about angels? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, sh- you should have Angela meet the X-Men angel. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, you, you call yourself angel. I'm an actual angel. <laughs> <laughs> is he... Do you feel inferior now? Kind of. Yeah, or she's like banging Darkhawk in space. Oh, that too. Hey, you have wings. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you have wings. That's a friggin' line from Dark Crystal. <gasps> you have wings. <laughs> yes, I don't have wings. Of course not. You're a boy. <laughs> this will pass Again, they... humor for now. <laughs> they, could, they could write that in the Please. comic. It'd be great. I like Dark Crystal as a visual spectacle, but it's a pretty boring goddamn thing. It... It's very pretty. Like, isn't Dark Crystal, isn't there like a Netflix thing with Dark Crystal? Like they were going to do a show or is that falling through? Uh, there was a comic book and I remember they announced that they were going to do a Dark Crystal series. There's a trailer on YouTube, I think. And right. I don't think you're ever going to see that. Right. Dang. Uh, but anyway, uh, so let us know in the comments of this episode what uh, thing from today you'd like to see come back or give it or be given some kind of big thing. Uh, in the next 10 or 15 years, or you expect to see. Um, besides Civil War 3, we all know that's inevitable. Bound to happen. It might as well just be called Civil War World and just like release a whole ongoing series that just never ends, because that's literally <laughs> what we're expect- what we're getting this time around. You know what you need to do? You need to put Civil War Infinity in there. That way you can get the cosmic characters involved as well. Um, also tie it in with the whole Infinity bullshit that's happening now, and you're ready to go. Sure, why not? But uh, I want to thank you all for watching. Stay tuned for back issues. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to Cave Joel. We'll see you guys next week with an all-new episode of uh, of the Elseworlds Exchange. I have too many shows in this channel. I'm, I'm it's always true. ending something. And uh, we'll see you guys then. Thanks a lot for watching. I'm Sal.